الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا ذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا وسبحوه بكرة وأصيلا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يزال لسانك رطبا من ذكر الله او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وصف العلماء الكرام برذن الله every single person naturally takes care of his physical self and in particular the need to feed himself that is a thing that nobody has to be given any encouragement for we perhaps haven't heard any advice anywhere any talk any kind of encouragement given somewhere in a general situation general gathering that look must eat it's very important that we must eat in fact we might have heard that mustn't overeat that kind of encouragement we would have heard repeatedly or perhaps maybe eat healthy yes we might have heard that but eating itself eating itself is so natural that every person without any encouragement wants to eat and unfortunately then we overeat so eating is need it's a necessity of life a person has to eat to survive he doesn't eat then that will be a problem he'll start becoming very weak and then that would become can prove fatal over time but just as the physical self needs its food and every person feeds himself the person who doesn't have anything also he will beg to feed himself the spiritual self also has its need its nourishment is required all the time but when it comes to the spiritual self there the encouragement is not that the person should not overeat rather the encouragement is there that a person should eat a lot the quran sharif allah tara says ya ayyuhal ladina amanu dhkurullaha dhikran kathira o you who believe remember allah taala excessively this is the nourishment that the soul needs and unlike the physical self that a person overeats then he'll become sick here he is being encouraged to eat much zikran kathira now the question is that allah taala is giving us this instruction uzkurullah zikran kathira and this is not the only place in the quran sharif that this is encouraged in this manner that remember allah taala excessively so what is this zikran kathira what is the required amount of zikr how much of time should be spent in this zikr in this remembrance of allah taala allah taala is saying much kaseer a lot excessive so does it mean that 10 hours a day perhaps would that be sufficient or that is still less than half so maybe at least 12 hours a day or that too is still 50 50 so maybe 14 hours a day so the quran sharif al quran yufassiru ba'dahu ba'da some parts of the quran sharif are explained by other parts of the quran sharif 
in some ayat certain aspects are mentioned and there's further clarity of that aspect in another ayat. So in another part of the Quran Sharif, Allah wa ta'ala describes who are the intellectuals. Who are the people of true intelligence? If a person is described as an intellectual, then everybody look at him with awe. This person is an intellectual. He might have got a string of degrees next to his name. Might have got a few PhDs perhaps. And if that person overhears that he has been described and people are whispering to one another this is an intellectual, then he might grow one inch tall also. So every person feels very, very happy about being called an intellectual. But the issue is that in the sight of the Qur'an Sharif, in the terminology of the Qur'an Sharif, who is the intellectual? So Allah wa ta'ala describes the intellectuals. إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ لَآيَاتٍ لِأُولِ الْأَلْبَابِ That in the creation of the heavens and the earth, and in the alternating of the day and night, إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ لَآيَاتٍ لِأُولِ الْأَلْبَابِ in all this there are signs, not one, numerous signs. Signs for who? Li'ulil albab. For the people of intelligence, the true intellectuals. A sign, a sign takes a person to a destination. A person wants to go somewhere, he follows the signboards. He follows the directions, the signs give him the directions. So where is this leading to? These are signs leading to where? Allah Ta'ala is saying in all these things, in the creation of the heavens and the earth, in the alternating of day and night, and all the other various things around, there are signs for the people of true intelligence. These are signs that lead to the destination of the ma'rifat of Allah Ta'ala. To the recognition of Allah Ta'ala. Who is Allah? Who is our creator? Who is our sustainer? Who is the controller of this universe? Who created us from that dust? Who gave us this existence? And who we are going to have to account to on the day of Qiyamah? To recognize Allah. So Allah is saying there are signs. In all this there are signs. And this is this ruku of the Quran Sharif. Rasulullah when he would wake up, the first thing, person has barely now just woken up. And Nabi Islam would commence his day, now this is the time of tahajjud. He would commence his day with the recitation of these ayat, starting off from inna fi khalqi samawati wal ard, all the way till the end of the ruku, till the end of the surah. So Allah Ta'ala is saying that in this are signs for the people of true intelligence. But now again this is a very broad concept. Who is the person of true intelligence? Every person might have his own definition. So Allah Ta'ala defines and describes who these people are. الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ رَبَّنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاطِلًا سُبْحَانَكَ فَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ That these are the people who they remember Allah Ta'ala قِيَامًا in a standing posture. وَقُعُودًا If they are sitting they are remembering Allah Ta'ala. وَعَلَىٰ جُنُوبِهِمْ They are lying down, they are remembering Allah Ta'ala. In the tafsir of this ayat, 
the greatest mufassir habrul umma hazrat abdullah bin abbas radiyallahu ta'ala an he explains that a person is only in one of these three postures at any given time there is no fourth posture a person is either standing if he is walking also he is in a standing posture but he is just moving so the standing and walking all falls in the same posture so he is either in the standing posture he is either in a sitting posture or he is either lying down there is no fourth posture so Allah Ta'ala is saying that these are the people who remember Allah Ta'ala the sum total of it is at every moment of their life because either a person is standing or he is sitting or he is sleeping or he is lying down and Allah Ta'ala is saying the intelligent people they remember Allah Ta'ala standing, sitting, lying down so there is no other fourth posture so they are remembering Allah Ta'ala 24-7 they are remembering Allah Ta'ala at every moment of their life now this is the explanation of that ayat Uzkurullah dhikran kathira remember Allah Ta'ala excessively now when a person doesn't eat physically, the food that's necessary, the amount that's necessary, sometimes a person gets sick, he loses his appetite, and as a result of losing his appetite, he just can't eat, and they're forcing him to take small, small morsels at a time too, and that too is such a battle, but as a result you see the person withering away. And then he gets weaker and weaker, and now he can't even lift his hand, he can't even walk, and in time then this can... Now they will try some all kinds of other formulas and mixtures and whatever. But if this person doesn't keep eating and doesn't keep getting that nourishment, the body just keeps withering away. So he has to eat. So for the physical self, we all understand how necessary it is to eat. Allah Ta'ala is saying for the spiritual self, if this nourishment of zikr is missing, then the person's spiritual condition is going to deteriorate. It's going to be on a constant decline. And then as it keeps declining, then the weakness will keep setting in. Then for example, if a person was, mashallah, in a good situation of health, he was performing his five times salah with jama'ah, he was making tilawat of the Qur'an sharif, he was making zikr, dua, he was keeping himself away from haram, he was involving himself in the works of deen, and many other good things were happening, mashallah. But then the zikr stopped the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala started decreasing or stopped. So then the decline starts. And now the decline starts. So now first one thing will go, then the Salah with Jamaat will start becoming a problem. Then maybe out of five will be four, then it will be three, then it will be once in a while. Then the Salah will start becoming Qaza. And then that Salah, Allah forbid, the person won't even make the Qaza also. Then obviously if the salah has gone, then what question can there be about tilawat and zikr and tasbihat? And there is no such thing like a vacuum. When the good things have gone, then obviously it's going to get filled with something else. So that time that tilawat was being made is going to be, Allah forbid what he's going to be reading in that time. That time he was looking into the Qur'an Sharif, now Allah forbid what he'll be looking at. That time he was taking the name of Allah, wa ta'ala, Allah forbid what he will be talking at that time. And whatever other good was happening, Allah knows best what's going to fill it now. So Allah Ta'ala is saying, Uzkurullah zikran kathira. You want this health, this spiritual health, then the requirement is Uzkurullah zikran kathira. Excessive remembrance. And what is this excessive remembrance? In this ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala is giving us that explanation. 
الذين يذكرون الله قياما وقعودا وعلى جنوبهم ويتفكرون في خلق السماوات والارض and they ponder over the creation of the heavens and the earth that subhanallah this great manifestation of the qudrat of allah tbaraka wa ta'ala subhanaka ma then having seen this ويتفكرون في خلق السماوات والارض ربنا ما خلقت هذا باطلا the hearts cannot help it but just exclaim rabbana ma khalaqta hadha batila oh rabb you haven't created all this just in vain it's not just amusement it's not just to now just give people a chance to just come and make merry and enjoy themselves and just pass their lives like others other creation that are not mukallaf they don't have any responsibility some animals pass their lives and some creatures pass their lives and all other things pass their lives so this insan too will just pass his life ربنا ما خلقت هذا باطلا سبحانك يا الله you are free of every blemish and fault this even thought that this world was just there just created this is ascribing a fault to Allah تبارك وتعالى Allah تعالى is free of every fault Allah تعالى didn't create all this in vain Allah تعالى created it for an objective for a purpose now this person already comes with that معرفت and recognition and that معرفت and recognition brings him to understand that this whole life is going to be accountable i'm going to be questioned on the day of qiyamah rabbana ma khalaqta hadha batina subhanak faqina adhab an-nar so now the biggest concern and the main worry of his now is ya allah save me from the fire of jahannam because if that becomes the end result then everything is lost then the whole life has been wasted and then that destruction is something beyond any description and imagination so the issue again is that in order to gain this marifat to gain this recognition of allah tbaraka wa taala to gain the spiritual health to become that kind of person who will succeed on the day of qiyamah allah taala has given us this prescription uzkurullah zikran kathira remember allah taala excessively and the excessively explanation of it in this other ayah 247 and regarding rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the sahaba explain kana yadhkurullah fi kulli ahyanihi nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam would constantly be in the remembrance of allah taala among the masnoon duas the duas that are to be recited at the various occasions and these duas are a prescription to gain the marifat of allah taala if a person does it diligently and does it consciously he does it consciously the what is he reciting and at the relevant occasion he is pondering over what he is reading this is a very fast way to gain the marifat of allah taala so in any case rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the dua that he taught and he would recite himself that is his sunnah when a person emerges from the toilet now he has gone to fulfill his natural need and now he's come out of that toilet so what dua rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam recites so he should start off by saying ghufranak and then alhamdulillah alladhi adhaba anni al-adha wa afani starts off with ghufranak ya allah i seek your forgiveness and thereafter all praise is due to allah tbaraka wa taala who removed the harmful substances from me and gave me ease and afiyat gave me safety from whatever harm could have come So this is very clear the relevance of the second part of the dua is very clear 
that a person now has been relieved of that harm. So now he's making shukr to Allah ta'ala. That Ya Allah, you, it is only your blessing and your favor that this too has been expelled and this harm and whatever problems could have arisen out of this, Allah, you gave me safety from all this. Person sometimes, something happens and he can't urinate. What a major problem it becomes. It becomes an emergency. Sometimes it becomes a life-threatening situation. If a person cannot be helped immediately, quickly. It can become so severe. And how often we just take this for granted, a person doesn't even make shukr to Allah. Doesn't even recite this dua after having fulfilled that need. So the second part of the dua, the relevance is very clear. The link that a person now has relieved himself and he's come, he's making the shukr. That is very clear. But how does this dua commence? It commences with ghufranak. What's the relevance of this at this occasion? Ya Allah, I seek your forgiveness. So one explanation of this is that obviously in the toilet a person is not allowed to make any zikr verbally. So Rasulullah having emerged from the toilet, he would start off by seeking Allah's forgiveness. Ya Allah, I was helpless now in this situation. This was not possible for me to remember you verbally. So even on that, though this was something beyond control, he was not allowed to do so, but he would still seek Allah's forgiveness. But there is another explanation to it. Other explanation is that Rasulullah's heart was constantly in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. And it was, so to say, pumping this zikr of Allah Ta'ala. To the extent that even when he would be sleeping, Nabi Islam himself explained, Al-Aynani Tanaman, Wala Tanamu Qalbi, Wala Yanamu Qalbi. That my eyes sleep, but my heart doesn't sleep. The heart is constantly in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. So this was so much and so immersed and so filled with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, that sometimes there would be this concern that by chance, by mistake, did the tongue also not engage in some zikr while in the toilet. May not have ever happened, but just out of that little concern that perhaps if by chance something happened, Allah, this was a time when I was not supposed to be making any verbal zikr, but if something by chance happened, Allah forgive me. To that extent the zikr was permeated in his life. It starts off with Ghufranak. Allah, you forgive me. But now the big question comes that we are talking about zikr 24-7. How does a person engage in zikr 24-7 the whole day and night? How does this become possible? A person has to continue with his day-to-day life. He has to eat. He has to sleep. He has to attend to his work. He has to go to his business. He has to do his job. So is this possible? That a person his whole day and night becomes zikr. So yes, it's possible. And it's very simple. It's how a person makes his life, that his whole life can become zikr. One is what Rasulullah's life was. And Nabi Wasallam, what can we imagine? Even his very, very humble slaves, one of the very great personalities, Hazrat Shaykh Ul-Hind Rahmatullah who was the first student of Darulam Deoban and then later on became the Shaykh Ul-Hadith of Darulam Deoban and he is the father of the ulama of Deoban. 
سو دا فادر آف حضرت مفتی شفیع صاحب رحمۃ اللہ علیہ حضرت مولانا یاسین صاحب رحمۃ اللہ علیہ ہی ہیڈ اسٹڈیڈ دا انٹائر بخاری شریف ایٹ دا ہینڈز آف حضرت شیخ الہند رحمۃ اللہ علیہ سی دیٹ وین وی یوز ٹو اٹینڈ ہیز لیکچرز اٹینڈ ہیز درس اینڈ ہیز لیسن آف حدیف سو تھرو آؤٹ دیٹ لیسن وائل ہی واز ٹاکنگ یو کوڈ اوبیسلی ہیئر واٹ ہیز ایکسپلیننگ ہیز ورڈز واٹ ہیز ڈسکسنگ But if you paid attention, simultaneously you would hear something that's coming out from his chest. Allah, 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 throughout that lesson. It was like simultaneously you could hear two things if you paid attention. Obviously if you're listening only to what he's saying, you'll pay attention to that. That would be something that you will hear first. But if you paid attention a little bit more, then simultaneously that was so deep in his heart. That this became like a continuous, spontaneous beating of the heart itself that this was not just within the chest but it was also became, became audible it became something that someone around could hear and this was not unique not exclusive to him many of the very great personalities of not the very distant past of the recent past maybe 100 years ago even allah knows best <coughs> even recent than that when even in this day and age there might be those bandas of allah taala that that zikr permeated their lives to this extent but that is again one level of zikr we are talking about making this whole life zikr so now there are various levels of this zikr one is the verbal zikr that verbal zikr is also extremely important and this is the stepping stone that takes a person to the rest of the stages of zikr The verbal zikr should never ever be underestimated. Verbal is only called verbal because the person is verbalizing it, he is saying, taking the name of Allah Ta'ala, he is reciting something, but often while this verbal zikr is taking place, his heart and mind is somewhere else, he is lost in some other thoughts. So obviously this is far from the reality of zikr, but this too is not to be underestimated. This too is never to be left. A person is eating, but his heart and mind is far away, so he doesn't even know what he ate. He doesn't get any enjoyment of that food because he's so engrossed in the thought. He sometimes finished eat, he doesn't even know he finished eat. He doesn't know what he ate. But nevertheless, it went in his stomach, it'll still nourish him. It went away inside, he'll still get the strength. He'll still be able to walk. But he lost the enjoyment, he didn't get the true taste of it. He lost many other benefits because of that lack of concentration. So the zikr that a person makes verbally, that too has its benefit and a very great benefit. Though it's far from the reality of zikr, but it's nevertheless a very great thing in itself. And should never ever be underestimated. And should never ever be neglected. Even if it is just on that level. It should never ever be neglected. So the first level is, and that's the question, that have we brought ourselves at least on the first level already? The first level is the verbal zikr, the verbal zikr that a person has, his mamulat, his daily practice of how much of zikr that he should be making, what is prescribed for him, the bare minimum, that's the bare minimum, that at least hundred times he should be reciting istighfar daily. And for a start, even if it is the short formula of istighfar, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, the short formula of istighfar, then gradually, inshallah, he'll get the taste of it. And then the topic of the maybe more longer formulas of istighfar. Astaghfirullah Rabbi min kulli zambi wa atubu ilayhi. And la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. Various other formulas of istighfar. But at least this much, astaghfirullah. With that consciousness, 
So this is the verbal zikr at least with the tongue he is reciting, taking the name of Allah Ta'ala and forg- seeking forgiveness, istighfar hundred times, durud sharif be manamam hundred times a day. Now can we imagine this hundred times istighfar, if his person is reciting astaghfirullah, it won't take him two and a half minutes. Person is writing durud sharif, the shortest formula of durud sharif also for a start. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That hundred times won't even take him two and a half minutes. So both this together didn't take five minutes. Now five minutes in the day, can we imagine what a tragic situation it will be and what a sad day that the whole day passed, 1,440 odd minutes passed and the person didn't five, five, five minutes in that 1,440 minutes to recite hundred times Durood Sharif on Rasulullah to make istighfar hundred times. What a tragedy, what a tragedy. A person, so many things he spoke in that time, so many things he heard in that time, so many things he read in that time, so many things he discussed in that time, but he couldn't find five minutes to recite Durood Sharif on Rasulullah He couldn't find five minutes to make istighfar, five minutes to recite some tasbih, Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar, the very minimum, Subhanallah, wa bihamdihi, the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned, person recites Subhanallah, you bihamdi hundred times in a day, then even if his sins are equal to the foam on the seas, on the oceans, Allah Ta'ala will forgive him. Now, another five minutes, three minutes that will take. All this put together won't even take ten minutes, won't take eight minutes too. Now, for the whole day, that eight minutes, that ten minutes, we can't take out that ten minutes, then where are we going to move? How are we going to come to zikran kathira? How are we going to achieve that state of الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ And those who that zikr then brings them to the ma'rifat of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala رَبَّنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاطِلًا سُبْحَانَكَ فَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ This verbal zikr is the bare minimum and this is not just the end of it, it's not the roof, it's just the start. And then included with that some time for tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, some time for dua, all this is part of the zikr. And together with this is the zikr of the masnoon du'as. To learn the relevant du'as for the various occasions, the du'a before eating, du'a after eating, du'a before sleeping, du'a after... If a person just opens the books of ahadith and sees the number of du'as Nabi Islam recited, for example, after eating, the various du'as that are found, there are more than 18 du'as, some short, some long, more than 18 du'as recorded in the more famous books of hadith. And then the other books of hadith might have others also. These are of the highest authenticity in the most famous books of hadith, more than 18 du'as. And then likewise at the time of sleeping, open the books of hadith and see the number of things Nabi Islam would... All part of this verbal zikr we are being taught. Allahumma qini azabaka yawma tab'athu ibadak. Ya Allah, save me from your azab the day you will resurrect your servants. Now Nabi Islam is going to sleep the ma'asum Nabi of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, but he is still concerned, Ya Allah save me from the azab of the day of Qiyamah. One is, that this, the, the greater a person becomes, the humbler he becomes. The more humble he becomes. And when a person becomes more humble, no matter how much a position he might have in the court of the king, but he's all the time still concerned. And the other was, this was ta'aliman lil ummah, teaching the ummad, that look, this is what you should be concerned about. You're going to sleep, don't go and sleep with sin. Don't go and sleep with something stuck in your ears and listening to haram. 
Don't fall asleep watching haram. Worry about the azab of the akhirat because this could be the last sleep of your life in dunya. You might not wake up in dunya. You might be carried to your grave the next, before the next morning. Allahumma qini azabaka yawma tab'athu ibadak. Alhamdulillahi, Allahumma bi'ismika mutu wa ahya. Ya Allah, in your name do I sleep. And in your name, a mood, I die. In your name, do I come alive. That the sleep is a kind of death. Ya Allah, if you will, then I will wake up tomorrow morning. Otherwise, I will be gone from dunya. Allahumma inni aslamtu nafsi ilayk. Wa jahatu wajhi ilayk. Wa fawwattu amri ilayk. Wa aljahatu zahri ilayk. Raghbatan wa rahbatan ilayk. La malja'a wa la manja'a minka illa ilayk. Amantu bi kitabika alladhi anzalt. Wa bi nabiyika alladhi arsalt. Subhanallah, these du'as of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa We should try and learn in the short, uh, beautiful kitabs of du'a that have been published. Get an authentic kitab, consult the ulama ikram. Learn one du'a a week. Learn one du'a a month. For the whole year we'll learn 12 du'as also, no problem. But we start reciting it on the relevant occasion. Many of them are short, one-line du'as. Some are two-line du'as, some are a little bit lengthier. So this is all part of this verbal zikr. This has to become a part of a person's daily life. That he brings himself on this zikr lisani at least already. This is step one. Now when a person continues in this, now he will still be continuing with his day-to-day work. He'll have to attend to his customers. He'll have to do his job. He'll talk to his family. He'll have some light-heartedness. There'll be a whole lot of things in his life carrying on. Obviously within the limits of shariat. But as he progresses in the zikr, then that level of zikr comes, which is a level of consciousness. And this is that level of ihsan. And the stepping stone to that is this level of the verbal zikr. This is the ladder that a person has to climb. And if he's hoping to get there without climbing this first step, then he's just wishful thinking. He's going to have to climb this first step diligently, properly. Now this consciousness builds. Hazrat Jibreel sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he asked the questions and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave the answers mal iman, mal islam and then mal ihsan. What is ihsan? An ta'abud allaha ka annaka tarah fa illam takun tarahu fa innahu yaraak that you worship Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala and submit yourself to him ka annaka tarahak as if you are seeing Allah ta'ala fa illam takun tarahu fa innahu yaraak but if you think that and if you ask that, how can this be possible? I can't see Allah Ta'ala. That doesn't really change anything. Because the reality is Allah is watching you all the time. So if Allah Ta'ala is watching you all the time, that is the need for you to be conscious of that. So now this comes to the level of consciousness. That a person becomes conscious all the time, forever that he's being watched. That a person is being watched. If a person goes into some place, and perhaps he had to get there for some, maybe he was summoned to the place or whatever. Allah forbid, person is now in some kind of situation. So now he comes and walks in the place and he sees all these cameras all over the place. So now he doesn't even know whether he should talk to the person next to him or not. He doesn't want to even put his hand in his pocket. Now he's sitting there one hour, two hours, three hours. And he's waiting for whatever is going to transpire now, when next he's going to be called in. And throughout that time, he doesn't know whether he... What's next? But he's forever conscious about being watched. All these things are trained towards him. So now he's so careful and conscious, he doesn't know whether he should even talk to the person next to him or not. So likewise, the zikr reaches a point of consciousness.
And when this becomes a condition of a person, this is that maqam of ihsan, that maqam of muraqaba, that this consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, that I am being watched, Allah is watching, then sinning becomes next to impossible. He's insan, he can slip somewhere, but very difficult. Because when a person is constantly conscious of being watched, how is he going to deliberately now go and do some wrong? Yes, in a moment sometimes he might just slip up somewhere, but premeditating sin and planning how to do some haram and blatantly and despite now somebody is even reminding him to, but he is not concerned, it won't happen. It won't happen when? When this has grown and built up to the level of muraqaba, at least. And then he goes beyond that, the more he keeps progressing in the zikr of Allah wa ta'ala, and the zikr and kathira becomes part of his life. This consciousness, now he's talking to his family also, but he's conscious of Allah Ta'ala. This is his zikr. He is talking to his customers, but he's conscious of Allah Ta'ala. He's selling his ways, but he's conscious of Allah Ta'ala. Like a person now, he's holding something, that waiter now is walking, he's got all those things in his hand, so sometimes he's smiling at someone and he's talking to someone, but he's never ever unmindful of that tray in his hand. He's doing everything else, but... He's a well-trained person, he'll walk with that in one hand and it won't even, nothing will go wrong. How, how does he keep that? Because his mind is trained to be conscious of this all the time. So now he's smiling, he's greeting somebody, whatever else. But this is not out of his mind for one millisecond also. So likewise the person will continue with all the things of day-to-day life. But he will be forever conscious of Allah Ta'ala. Allah is watching, Allah is aware. Allah Ta'ala knows the deception of the eye and what the heart conceals. Allah is aware of everything. Whatever I am speaking, Allah is aware. What I am listening to, Allah is aware. And then as he progresses, then he comes to the maqam of mushahada. In anything and everything, he sees the manifestation of the greatness of Allah. Now he sees the stars, he doesn't see just one star shining. He says, this is the qudrat of my Allah. Allah Ta'ala is making shine. He sees that flower, he sees the manifestation of the Qudrat of Allah Ta'ala. Many a person sees that all these beautiful things Allah Ta'ala has created, but the thought also doesn't pass his mind that this is my Allah's creation. So now this becomes everything, he starts becomes manifest, a manifestation of the reflection of Allah Ta'ala's Qudrat. And this now fills his heart every moment with the marifat of Allah Ta'ala. Then his heart becomes only filled with Allah Ta'ala. Dil mera ho jayek meidane ho, tu hi tu ho, tu hi tu ho, tu hi tu. Like that couplet Khajaziz Hassan Sahib Rahmatullah which we recite in our zikr, that dil mera ho jayek meidane ho. Ya Allah, my heart be- should become an empty field, meaning empty of everything else. The only thing in this heart, tu hi tu ho, tu hi tu ho, tu hi tu. Only you in this heart. So only you, so he won't have any love for his family, he won't have any other, no, no, whatever will take him to the love of Allah Ta'ala, and which will assist him in that, and which is within the commands of Allah Ta'ala, then he will love his family for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. But then he won't cross the line of deen in that love. He will attend to whatever his necessities are for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. But then he won't cross the line of halal and the permissibility of Allah Ta'ala, the boundaries Allah Ta'ala has made, he won't cross that. So then this heart becomes permeated with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. 
And this now becomes the means that he keeps progressing and keeps getting closer to Allah all the time. Then this heart becomes filled with that zikr 24-7. <coughs> and this is the meaning of that ayat of the Qur'an Sharif. And constantly All the time I in this contemplation and pondering about all the creation of Allah Ta'ala. So it starts off nevertheless again from that verbal zikr. This is a starting point. And this is what we need to just reflect again. How much have we brought ourselves? This verbal zikr includes the tilawat of the Quran Sharif, the tasbihat, durud sharif, istighfar. This is the bare minimums, bare minimums. And we've got time for so many things, but yet we don't find time for this. The time for that little muraqaba, meditating, thinking about our akhirat, making muhasaba, taking a stock of ourselves, how I spent my day today, how much of time was spent in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, how much of time was spent in sheer neglect, how much of time was spent, Allah forbid, in haram. And when a person will sit down to think and reflect, and he will make this muhasaba, this will bring a certain consciousness within him, la hawla wa la quwata illa billah. Allah Ta'ala gave me this life, Allah Ta'ala gave me this time, the energy Allah gave me, which I gained out of the food, Allah Ta'ala blessed me with. Allah Ta'ala's ni'mas I ate, and that energy came out of the ni'mas of Allah Ta'ala, and now I use that energy, which Allah Ta'ala blessed me with, to disobey Him. Like a person gives us a nice qurbani knife to use for qurbani, the person takes him and stabs the giver. So Allah Ta'ala is independent of His makhluk. Allah Ta'ala doesn't get affected with anybody's, doesn't gain anything from anybody's zikr, and anybody's ibadat, and anybody's obedience, and it doesn't decrease anything in Allah Ta'ala's kingdom and treasures, and Allah Ta'ala's greatness, if a person in the whole world also disobeys Allah Ta'ala. The gain is ours if we obey Allah Ta'ala, the loss is ours if we disobey Him. Allah Ta'ala wants us to be successful, to be successful in dunya also, to be successful in the qabr and akhirat. And the prescription Allah Ta'ala has given us, Uzkurullaha dhikran kathira. This zikr is to bring us to the total obedience of Allah Ta'ala. That's the essence of zikr. But this lisani, this zikr of the tongue, and this consciousness, that will bring us then to the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, which is the actual, the objective. May Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give us a tawfiq, that we make the zikr a part and parcel of our daily life, that our life itself becomes zikr, that we become conscious of Allah Ta'ala all the time, and in everything around us also, we see the manifestation of the Qudrat of Allah Ta'ala. May Allah Ta'ala bless us with this marifat and make us among His true and obedient servants. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا لِلْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ It's reported in the Hadith Sharif, the person recites La ilaha illallah hundred times daily. Allah Ta'ala will cause His face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will give him the tawfiq of righteous actions and he will get the tawfiq of staying away from sin. This will become the means of this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq that we make this a part of our daily program, reciting this La ilaha illallah hundred times daily. Recite the Rushari. La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi وَأَصْحَابِهِ وَبَارَكَ وَسَلَّمَ تَسْلِيمًا كَثِيرًا كَثِيرًا يَا رَبِّ صَلِّ وَسَلِّمْ دَائِمًا أَبَدًا عَلَى حَبِيبِكَ خَيْرِ الْخَلْقِ كُلِّهِمِ جَزَ اللَّهُ عَنَّا نَبِيَّنَا مُحَمَّدًا صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ بِمَا هُوَ أَهْلُ 
ഹമ്മദ്ലമ <Sessizlik> ربنا ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هم الا فرجته ولا حاجه هي لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا ارحم الراحمين ربنا لا تؤاخذنا ان نسينا واخطانا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا اسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين 
اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب الينا الايمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره الينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان واجعلنا من الراشدين اله العالمين يا الله most merciful most gracious most kind most loving Allah ilahu alamin ya Allah forgive us ya Allah ya Allah forgive all our major and minor sins ya Allah ya Allah we are desperately in need of your forgiveness ya Allah ilahu alamin if we gain your forgiveness ya Allah we gain everything ya Allah ilahu alamin ya Allah if you are not forgiven will be destroyed ya Allah ya Allah save us from this destruction ya Allah ya Allah shower down your rahmat upon us ya Allah shower your maghfirat upon us ya Allah shower your maghfirat on the ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahu alamin every muslim throughout the world ya Allah Allah make him your true and obedient servant ya Allah ilahu alamin ya Allah blow the winds of hidayat ya Allah ya Allah forgive the entire ummah ya Allah ya Allah remove the difficulties and hardships of the ummah ya Allah remove the pain and suffering of the ummah ya Allah remove the oppression from the ummah ya Allah ilahu alamin we acknowledge all this is happening due to our sins ya Allah ya Allah forgive us and forgive the entire ummah ya Allah grant us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat ya Allah save us and the entire ummah from such amal that bring down azab ya Allah ilahu alamin guide us to you ya allah make us your obedient servants ya allah make us your loyal servants ya allah make us among the zakirin ya allah make our life completely in zikr ya allah ya allah free us and completely ya allah remove this ghaflat from us ya allah ilahu alamin remove this heedlessness and mindlessness from us ya allah ilahu alamin forever enable us to be in your remembrance ya allah grant us your marifat ya allah grant us your marifat ya allah grant us your marifat ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah full of hearts your mohabbat ya allah full of hearts with your mohabbat ya allah ilahu alamin our hearts are full with every kind of filth ya allah all the evils and vices are full in our hearts ya allah all the wrong qualities are in our hearts ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah cleanse our hearts out of all the evils ya allah remove the pride the jealousy the malice ilahu alamin remove the riya remove all the evils ya allah ilahu alamin full of hearts with your mohabbat ya allah full of hearts with the tawazu and that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taati allah follow hearts with the akhlaq of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahu alamin ya allah yalla all those are sick give them shifaa kamila ajila mustamira daima yalla remove every trace of their ailments ya allah grant shifaa and complete cure to one and all ya allah yalla cure from all our spiritual ailments ya allah Allah cure us from our physical ailments as well ya Allah ilahu alamin ya Allah all those in any kind of difficulties and hardships remove it with afiyat ya Allah all the anxiety the sorrow the grief the tension the depression that people are suffering ilahu alamin ya Allah remove it with afiyat ya Allah grant itminan and sukoon to one and all ya Allah ilahu alamin ya Allah grant the best solutions to every problem ya Allah ilahu alamin ya Allah you have already prescribed ya Allah that ya Allah taqwa is where every solution is in ya Allah Allah enable us to adopt that taqwa ya Allah اللهم العالمين يو هاف ديكلير ان يور قران شريف ومن يتق الله يجعل له مخرجا ويرزقه من حيث لا يحتسب ذا ون هو ادوبس تقوى يو ويل جيف هيم ا سوليوشن فروم ايفري ديفيكولتي اند يو جرانت ريسك فروم سورسز ذات كانوت بي ايماجن اللهم العالمين يو هاف سبيلت ات اوت تو اس يا الله يلا جيف اس ا توفيق تو برينج ذا تقوى ان اور لايفز يا الله انيبل اس تو ليف ذا لايف اوف تقوى يا الله سيف اس فروم اول ذا سينز اند فايسز يا الله 
ilahu alamin ya allah all those who have passed away make the complete maghfirat ya allah grant them the high stages in the akhirat ya allah ya allah at the time of our death take us with la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah allah take us on iman kamil ya allah take us on tawbatan nasuh ya allah take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya allah allah make our covers gardens of jannah for us ya allah grant us the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah make us such that on that day rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is happy to see us ya allah that he embraces us ya allah that we, are, we gain the water of kawsar from his mubarak hand ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah save us from that situation that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam chases us and he says get away from here ya allah who's going to save us then ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you grant us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah allah don't take us to task on the day of qiyamah ya allah there is nothing that we have to present ya allah allah all we can do is beg of you for your mercy ya allah allah you have mercy upon us ya allah you have mercy on our families ya allah you have mercy on our friends and relatives ya allah you have mercy on the ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya allah all the efforts of deen taking place accepted ya allah make it a means of hidayat ya allah ilahul alamin fulfill all the needs from the ghaib ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah you reunite the hearts of spouses ya allah unite the hearts of brothers and sisters ya allah unite the hearts of parents and children ya allah unite the hearts of family members ya allah unite the hearts of the ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya allah enable us to trample our pride ya allah enable us to trample the ego ya allah and enable us to build the bridges ya allah enable us to build the relationships ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you enable us to do that which pleases you ya allah allah save us from that which will please shaitan ya allah save us from that which will ya allah give shaitan the good time ya allah enable us to do that which will disgrace shaitan ya allah and ya allah which will earn your pleasure ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah whatever we have asked for allah bless us with all that ya allah what we should have asked for and didn't ask ya allah without asking grant it to us ya allah allahumma inna nas'aluka min khairi ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'adaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta almusta'an wa alayka albalagh wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-'ali al-'azim ilahul alamin ya allah all those have raised their hands to this dua ya allah you know each one's needs ya allah ya allah fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb ya allah all the jaiz needs of each one ya allah fulfill it from the ghayb ya allah all the pious aspirations of each one fulfill it ya allah ya allah you know the hardships and difficulty ya allah you know the cry of each one's heart ya allah ya allah remove each one's difficulties and hardships ya allah grant afiyat to one and all ya allah ya allah all those who ask us to make dua for them ya allah grant them the best of dunya and akhirat as well ya allah remove all their difficulties and hardships ya allah ilahu alamin make us yours ya allah ya allah you become ours ya allah rabbana taqabbal minna innaka antas samiul alim wa tub علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه اجمعين والحمد لله